What's up, y'all? This is Wheezy. If you enjoy this content, please remember to rate and review. Ever since getting banned on Google, it has been a true headache to get back up and rolling. So please share with like-minded friends, rate and review, and enjoy the show. Can't thank y'all enough. Much love. Exactly what investigators believe happened to the 47-story World Trade Center Building 7 on September 11th. I was watching with my roommate approximately several minutes after the first plane had hit. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and just scream right into the side of the Twin Tower, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and then the second, mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. The third total shot hit the president's head. His head could be seen to move violently forward. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. Three, two, one, Houston. Right away, Houston. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the What is Truth podcast. I am your host, Wheezy. Thank you guys for joining me on this episode. This episode will be about Mark Middleton, Clinton aide, who, whom's death was ruled a suicide, and we will go down the Bill Clinton rabbit hole. Uh, but first off, I want to thank everyone tuning in. Uh, I just got features on spotify that shows me how many people have subscribed on spotify alone apparently on apple itunes there's quite a few number of you but i'm not exactly sure how many uh but on spotify i do have a number and i was quite pleasantly surprised and i am now allowed to have my videos on upload or my videos on spotify so if you want to watch the videos definitely Follow me on Spotify. You still check me out wherever you listen to. Um, just shout out to everyone. Rockfin is where I do my live streams. Odyssey, I also post my videos there. But uh, anyways, I I can't thank you guys enough. It's been it's been a challenge, man. When you get canceled and censored, uh, trying to come back and resurrect, if you will, it's really really tough mentally challenging you man <laughs> there's times you want to throw in the towel uh so i can't thank you guys that tune in week in and week out there's quite a few hardcore sub, uh, subscribers out there that catch every single upload and every episode and i i don't know who it is specifically but i know that there's a certain amount of number of you guys out there that do do that and consider it one of your favorite shows and to you, special shout out, special love. I mean, it's awesome. I don't know who you guys are, but you guys catch me uh, week in and week out. So much love to you and all those that do. That message is directed at you. Uh, so 
I think that's it as far as the announcements. Uh, again, Spotify, the video uploads will be there now, which is freaking awesome. I also put polls and questions, and sometimes they're silly, sometimes they're serious. So if you want to interact that way. Another way to interact, if you follow me on Rockfin or Odyssey, you can post comments on the videos, and, and I'm open to whatever feedback you guys have any guest ideas or any show ideas uh, leave them there all right let's get to it so the clinton body count is a real thing and um let's get to it earlier this week so this happened a, a while back and joe rogan had been talking about the mark middleton case for quite some time on, on several of his episodes talking about a Clinton aide who hung himself and shot himself with a shotgun to commit suicide. Story is absolutely ridiculous, absolutely bogus. And initial reports this week said that there was no gun at the scene. A few days later, apparently, a gun was found in the scene. But when you take into consideration the guy hung himself and shot himself in the chest <laughs> with a shotgun, uh, when you take into consideration how long a shotgun is, it's basically you have to outstretch your entire arms and then to shoot yourself in the chest. The whole story is ridiculous. So for reports to come out that he did it uh, it's laughable so we're gonna go over it um okay so this article several outlets record uh, reported it, but i'm gonna read the first one from the daily mail by daniel bates published on the 22 22nd of february 2023 exclusive arkansas cops rule suicide and death of clinton aid linked to jeffrey epstein who was found shot and tied to a tree with an electrical cord around his neck, despite no sign of weapon. So this was the first initial stories this week. The grisly scene where a top Bill Clinton advisor was found hanging from a tree with a gunshot wound to his chest has finally been revealed nine months after he died. But the sheriff's report into Mark Middleton's mysterious death raises more questions and answers then answers as it rules he died by suicide, despite no sign of the weapon that killed him. Middleton, 59, was found dead last May at Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas, an hour west of Little Rock. Release of the report was held up after members of his family petitioned a judge. They were worried that pictures from the gory scene would be made public. The judge eventually ruled the details could be released, but photographs could not. Uh, there is Mark Middleton former Clinton aide, and there is uh, Bill Clinton shaking hands with old Jeff Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell in the background at the White House. The report written by Perry County Sheriff's De Deputy Jeremy Lawson says he was called to the ranch by worker Samantha McElroy, who had found Middleton's abandoned black BMW SUV. McElroy, 46, then walked around a cottage on the ranch. Almost immediately after stepping around the corner of the cottage, she started yelling, wrote Lawson. Upon reaching the back of the cottage, she pointed towards the rear of the property and asked if that was a person. 
I could see that what at first appeared to be a man sitting on a near a tree. As my eyes focused better, I could see a rope of some type going from the tree limb to the male. Lawson said it was clear the Middleton was dead. I could see that he had a gunshot wound to the chest and that he had a knot tied on an extension cord that was around his neck and it was attached to the limb directly above him. The deputy said a search of Middleton's vehicle turned up three boxes of buckshot and a gun case but no weapon. The details give fresh insight into the death of Middleton. A married father of two daughters aged 18 and 20 who was found dead on May 7th last year. So that would be 2022. There's Middleton with his family. Two young girls, man. Oof. that's This is rough, man. Um, and here is a chart of Jeff, Epri- Jeff Epstein's visit to the Clinton White House. Starting from 1993 all the way to 19... 19- 1995 so in just a couple of years epstein had been there 17 times to the white house (laughs) this is ridiculous man and people will dismiss conspiracy theories um they'll say it's looney tune thinking it's just outlandish blah 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 here it is folks in a span of two years between 1993 and 1995, Jeff Epstein visited 17 times. Here's another article. Uh, this from Fox News, published May 13, 2016. Flight logs show Bill Clinton flew on sex offenders uh, jet much more than previously known. Former President Bill Clinton was a much more frequent flyer on a registered sex offender's infamous jet that previously reported with flight logs showing the former president taking at least 26 trips aboard the Lolita Express. Even when apparently ditching his Secret Service detail for at least five of the flights, according to records obtained by Fox News. So there's the article, um, but let's go back to our original Daily Mail article. That just shows you Epstein and Clinton were no strangers. Trump is involved in this as well. And this is what gets me sometimes how people will excuse Trump's relationship with Epstein, but straight up are all over Bill Clinton's. Both of them have skin, maybe even foreskin in the game. (laughs) But uh, there's no question, man. Trump, Clinton, all these clowns are all tied with this fucking nasty scumbag pedophile jeff epstein uh you can make excuses for you want there will be people that will excuse bill clinton oh no it was philanthropy oh no it was just all business uh yeah and they will do the same with trump you need to get out of this left right bullshit they're all scumbags they're all masons they all bf (laughs) um but people will make excuses for their heroes and that's unfortunate because the facts are the facts just because you want to believe something to not be true or true doesn't mean it is the facts are the facts uh all right so mark middleton was a special advisor to bill clinton in the 1990s and signed jeff epstein into the white house on seven of the 17 times the late pedophile visited Middleton also flew on Epstein's jet, nicknamed the Lolita Express, 
More recently, he had been working for his family's uh, heating and air conditioning business in Little Rock. The police report was released to the Daily Mail by Perry County Sheriff's Office. According to the Arkansas Times, Middleton's family said he was suffering from depression. Middleton's life in recent years was a world away from the power he enjoyed in the 1990s. White House visitor logs previously reported by the Daily Mail showed that he appears as the authorizing signatory on seven of Epstein's White House visits, most of which were to the West Wing. In addition to being a special assistant to the president, Middleton was also assistant to the chief of staff, Thomas Mack uh, McLarity. Middleton left the White House in February 1995 and was accused of setting himself up as an international dealmaker, exactly the kind of person that would appeal to Epstein. It's interesting. He left in 1995 and the the visits to the White House were between 93 and 95. Um, all right. And here we see a copy of the Perry County Sheriff's Department police statement. Uh, in 1996, an investigation by White House found that Middleton had abused his access to impress business clients and was barred from executive mansion without senior approval. Middleton denied the claims. A number of Clinton's former associates have died over the years in an unexpected circumstances, including Deputy White House Counsel Vince Foster. It's interesting that the Daily Mail is straight up saying this. Uh, we're going to go into the Wikipedia on the Clinton body count conspiracy, quote unquote. Uh, all right. His 1993 death was ruled a suicide, but sparked a slew of conspiracy theories about the involvement of the Clintons. After Epstein hanged himself while awaiting trial in 2019, Donald Trump retweeted conspiracy theories that Clinton was involved. Others whose deaths have been linked to the Clintons without foundation have been Seth Rich, the Democratic National Committee staffer who was murdered in 2016 with no culprit having been found. Dailymail.com has reached out to a spokeswoman for the Middleton family. And uh, look at the comments here. These are just comments by people, but uh, very interesting. When is this going to end? No one, and I mean no one knows, 58 people in their inner circle who have killed themselves. 1,800 upvotes, only 11 dislikes. Those are probably Clinton apologists. Uh, here's another comment. Oh, yeah, let's see the security camera footage. 1,000 upvotes. Six dislikes, presumably from Clinton apologists. And another comment. You couldn't make this up without being considered totally implausible. 1,100 going on 1,200 upvotes. Only one dislike. So, this is nothing scientific, but it's pretty goddamn clear that the vast majority of people realize how dirty the Clintons are. And um, it's no secret. Even people on the left know how dirty these scumbags are. So, that was the initial articles. Here was a... Another article that came out a couple of days ago by the Daily Mail, actually. Um, but this is from the New York Post by Olivia Land, February 23, 2023. 
Shotgun discovered near body of former Clinton aide Mark Middleton. So they initially said no weapon on scene. Now, apparently a weapon was on scene. A shotgun was discovered near the body of the former Clinton aide with links to Jeff Epstein, who died by suicide last year. Despite initial reports to the contrary, officials said this week. A new set of documents obtained by the Daily Mail states that a Stoger 12-gauge shotgun was 30 feet from the body of Mark Middleton. <laughs> Some will argue that that was the recoil. So it recoiled and the shotgun flew 30 fucking feet from the corpse. Unbelievable, but uh, yeah. I'm not going to read the whole article. We already read the original one. The original one gave more insight into the Epstein connections. Uh, but yeah, that did came out, uh, come out that, oh, wait, 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 wait. There was a weapon 30 feet away from the body. As if to try to make the story more believable, more plausible, blah, blah, blah. If we go, if you try to Google Clinton body count, conspiracy theories, or just Clinton body count, Tons of articles come out from Vox, USA, um, Today, attempting to discredit the Clinton body count. It's just a conspiracy theory, guys. This type of stuff is quite normal. People hang themselves. You know, this guy wrote, Mark Middleton wrote a suicide letter. So he took the time out to do all that stuff. But apparently... Didn't buy rope, heavy duty rope. He had to use an extension cord. Even though it was premeditated by writing a suicide note. <sighs> yeah. So, these attempts to dismiss the Clinton body count as just conspiracy theory is just as ridiculous as buying into the government's version of the magic bullet theory. Or that three high-rise buildings all fell due to fire on September 11th. Or that the black boxes were melted and could never be found on ground zero of 9-11. But the passport of the hijackers could be found completely intact and unblemished. Uh, yeah, man, it, it's a joke. But let's see what the government has to say on this Wikipedia garbage entry. That should not be taken seriously. Clinton body count conspiracy theory on Wikipedia is a conspiracy theory asserting that former U.S. President Bill Clinton and wife former U.S. Secretary State of State Hillary Clinton have secretly had their political opponents murdered, totaling as many as 50 or more. Many parts of it have been advanced by Newsmax pu publisher Christopher Ruddy, Congresswoman MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and other such baseless allegations have baseless. <laughs> baseless allegations. I just read you a fucking article which give tons of base, baseless allegations. This, this is what I mean. You, This is why I read Wikipedia or these fucking Snopes articles. They're so full of fucking shit, man. And this is exactly why I read them to you. I use their shit, their attempts in discrediting quote-unquote conspiracy theories as baseless, just to show you how fucking ridiculous this is. Baseless 
allegations. Give me a fucking break, man. This article is fucking baseless. Um, Such baseless allegations have been circulated since at least 1994 when a film called The Clinton Chronicles, produced by Larry Nichols and promoted by Reverend Jerry Falwell, accused Bill Clinton of multiple crimes, including murder. Jerry Falwell is a piece of shit. Uh, if I remember correctly, I, that was one of my first podcasts I did. He's a anti-gay pa- evangelical pastor who was caught having butt sex. <laughs> but they throw that in there to muddy the waters. Uh, this is called muddying the waters. You put in fucking scummy fucks like J- Jerry Far- Falwell promoting the Clinton body count. And then... That's their attempt in discrediting the whole thing entirely. This is a great example of muddying the waters. Uh, This conspiracy theory has been discredited in the congressional record. (laughs) The Lakeland Ledger and the Chicago Tribune's Snopes. Oh, my God. I just said these guys are full of shit. So discredited by left-wing agenda-promoting sites. No thanks. This hasn't been discredited. There is plenty of base for this body count theory, and we're going to go through it today. Uh, So just wait. There's more. But wait. There's more is what I meant to say. Um, All right. History. The Congressional Record 1994 condemns the list. It cited an article in U.S. News and World Report August 8, 1994 by Greg Ferguson and David Bowermester. Whatever it is, Bill Clinton likely did it, according to them. The original list was compiled by lawyer and activist Lynn Thompson. Her list was called The Clinton Body Count, Coincidence or The Kiss of Death. They wrote that Thompson admits she has no direct evidence of Clinton killing anyone. Indeed, she says the deaths were probably caused by people trying to control the president, but refuses to say who they were. Alleged victims. Victor Razor II. Victor Razor was National Finance Co-Chairman for Bill Clinton. He died in a plane crash along with his son and three others on July 30th, 1992 during a fishing trip. Conspiracy theorists believe the crash to have been deliberately caused. However, the National Transportation Safety Board ruled it as an accident, stating the probable cause of the accident was the pilot's delayed decision in reversing course and his failure to maintain airspeed during the maneuver. Factors related to the accident were mountainous terrain and a low ceiling. This is why I wanted to read the Wikipedia conspiracy theory because it's giving you the alleged victims, which we can take deeper dives into them and see if they really are baseless claims. Mary Mahoney. Mary Mahoney was a former White House intern who in the early summer of 1997 was gunned down during an attempted robbery inside the Starbucks in the Georgetown suburb of Washington, D.C., where Mahoney Mahoney was working behind the counter. The robber entered the store and shot Mahoney after she attempted to take his gun. He then shot two Starbucks employees and fled. However, conspiracy theorists believe Mahoney was killed on the orders of the Clintons. Vince Foster. Deputy White House Counsel Vince Foster was found dead in Fort Marcy Park, Virginia, outside Washington, D.C. on July 20, 1993. An autopsy determined that he was shot in the mouth and no other wounds were found on his body. His death was ruled a suicide by five 
official investigations, but he remains a subject of conspiracy theories that he was actually murdered by the Clintons for knowing too much. I'm going to read an article on Vince Foster uh, after this. Seth Rich, the unsolved 2016 murder of Democratic National Committee staff member Seth Rich prompted conspiracy theorists to speculate that Hillary Clinton arranged his death. The quote-unquote debunked theory was based on a Fox News report later retracted that Rich had been responsible for WikiLeaks release of DNC emails during 2016 United States presidential campaign. Various elements of this theory have promoted have been promoted by Julian Assange and prominent right-wing figures like Alex Jones, Newt Gingrich, and Sean Hannity. Fuck all these other guys over here. Julian Assange talking about it. The man is a government whistleblower. He is facing over 200 years for whistleblowing on the American government role in committing atrocities, war crimes against civilians. 200 years for blowing the whistle on that bullshit. So if Julian Assange is shining a light on this, I'm going to pay attention to this. But again, they try to muddy the waters by putting in Alex Jones, Newt Gingrich, Sean Hannity, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit about those guys? But when Julian Assange is talking about it, I'm all ears. I'm paying attention. Uh, This guy is facing 200 years for exercising freedom of speech. He is an Australian citizen. And where is his country of Australia in this backing their man up? They're being little bitches. Um, I did a episode, I believe it's in the 90s. I can't remember if it was episode 93, 94 with Misty Winston. An entire episode on Julian Assange if you're interested. So check that out in the back catalog. Um, But uh, you can go on over on that Wikipedia article. Check it out for yourself. Read on. I did want to real quick talk about the Vince Foster or read a little article on Vince Foster. This is from the Washington post.com article written by Von David Von Drell and Howard Schneider on Friday, the first July, 1994 as depression consumed him. Vince Foster found it hard to eat to sleep he could not concentrate at work his sense of humor dried up his heart pounded and his stomach boiled but the white house deputy counsel was dependable to the last despite his illness foster wrapped up stray details of his late father's estate and paid the family bills and he had promised his wife he would only then did he quote-unquote kill himself Special Counsel Robert Feisk Jr. concluded that Foster's death in Fort Marcy last July was a suicide. The Feisk investigation involved four lawyers, five five physicians, seven FBI agents, approximately 125 witnesses, also DNA tests, microscopes, and lasers. All that effort resolved many of the lingering mysteries surround Foster's death. But the largest mystery remained. Why did the uh, stings of Washington's life... Um, endured by so many, proved fatal for Vincent 
W. Foster Jr. Vice Report tells the story of a man stretched until he broke. So you can read that article. I'm not going to, I've got several other articles to uh, read. But uh, the Clinton's fingerprints are all over that one. And as well with so many. So the attempt by mainstream apologetics of the of the Clintons to discredit as a conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. The evidence is there. And I want to go over some more articles. And some of you may have already known about this, about the Clintons. Maybe some may have known of some and didn't know about these others. But I want to show the case that the Bill Clintons are dirty as fuck. These people have power. Let me read about the Clintons and Barry Seal. I'm trying to get Daniel Hopsker. Hopefully that will happen soon. But Daniel Hopsker wrote a book called Barry and the Boys. There was a movie uh, called American Made with Tom Cruise playing the role of Barry Seal. Barry Seal was a pilot that was flying in cocaine for presumably the FBI and the CIA and bringing in shit tons of money into the country at a time when Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas. And uh, let me read you this article. And if you talk to Daniel Hopsker regarding the movie, the Hollywood version of American Made, Daniel Hopsker says there was so much bullshit in that movie. So many truths were glossed over and a lot of bullshit, of, of course, because it's Hollywood, you know. So um, a lot of the good shit, real shit that happened was omitted. And so here's one of those uh, parts. A racy scene involving Bill Clinton was cut from the new Tom Cruise movie. This is by Jane Geracio from businessinsider.com, September 29, 2017. There was a time when Tom Cruise's new movie, American Made, was a lot more controversial. The satirical look at the life of Barry Seal, who made a lucrative career being a cocaine and gun runner in the 1980s, once featured a scene where Bill Clinton is found near an Arkansas strip club getting a lap dance. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a scene cut before shooting had Seal, played by Cruz, coming up with the idea to enlist Clinton, then the governor of Arkansas, in a CIA-backed scheme. The scene would have been set in a strip club and featured an actor playing young Clinton getting a lap dance. Seal's operation of drug running for the Medellin cartel and moving guns and money for the CIA was based in Mena, Arkansas, where he had a large private airfield. During this time, Clinton was governor of the state. Clinton does not get off so scot-free in the movie. There is a scene in which Seal is arrested by numerous law enforcement branches, but suddenly is let off the hook when Clinton calls the district attorney's office. God damn. But Clinton is not portrayed by an actor, and we never hear the Clinton character on the phone. A source told the uh, told THR the Clinton strip club scene was taken out to keep the movie from being political. <laughs> Business Insider contacted the pro production company behind the movie Cross Creek 
pictures for comment, but did not get an immediate response. Universal opens American-made in theaters on Friday. A source told the THR the Clinton strip club scene was taken out to keep the movie from being political. What a crock of shit. This is just another example of how much power the fucking Clintons have. And it's amazing this movie even went there. Because like I said, Daniel Hopsker has covered this shit in depth, has written books on it. Um... And he says the movie is full of sh- full of embellishments. But the very fact that they did hint at it, um, I guess, is kudos to them. But Clinton's relation with Barry Seal was pretty fucking wild. But for that to be in the movie, even that, that Barry Seal is facing serious charges... And with a quick phone call to his buddy, Bill Clinton, he is let go. (laughs) Fuck, these people have crazy, crazy power. Here's another example of power. This is by Vox.com. Vox.com is another shit rag. And I'm surprised they have this article on their website. Okay, this is by Dylan Matthews. November 14, 2017. The rape allegation against Bill Clinton explained. These guys do a lot of apologizing, a lot of quote-unquote debunking. So let's see this explaining of a rape allegation against Bill Clinton. America's ongoing uh, national reckoning with sexual assault and sexual harassment by powerful men now has liberals and Democrats reconsidering the legacy of one of the party's most important figures of the past quarter century, President Bill Clinton. Clinton has faced multiple allegations of sexual assault and harassment, most famously his affair with Monica Lewinsky, which, while consensual in some sense, was nonetheless textbook sexual harassment in a subordinate of a kind that would or perhaps more accurately should, get many CEOs fired from their companies. But it's not just Lewinsky. Paula Jones, a former Arkansas State employee, sued Clinton during his presidency for allegedly exposing himself to her when he was governor in 1991. Kathleen uh, Wiley (laughs) claims that Clinton fondled her breasts and forced her hand on his Willie in the Oval Office in 1993 when she was a White House volunteer. Most seriously of all, Juanita Broderick claims that Clinton raped her during his 1978 campaign for Arkansas governor. The issue of Clinton's sexual misconduct came up repeatedly during Hillary Clinton's presidential run. But Bill himself was not on the ballot, and many were understandably hesitant to make the candidate answer for his husband's offenses. Offenses, I'm sorry. Now, in the wake of revelations about Harvey Weinstein, uh, Kevin Spacey, James Toback, Louis C.K., and many, many more, Bill Clinton's record is being reassessed as well. The woman behind had far more credible evidence than many of the most notorious accusations that have come to light in the past five weeks. Caitlin Flanagan writes in The Atlantic, Chris Hayes of MSNBC tweeted, as gross and cynical and hypocritical as the rights was about Bill Clinton stuff is, it's also true that Democrats and the center left are overdue for a real reckoning with allegations against him. 
Uh, Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times titled a column simply, I believe Juanita or Juanita. Uh, <laughs> Juanita, <laughs> I'm sorry. Terrible joke, sorry. Uh, and indeed, the Juanita Broderick case is the hardest one of the admirers of Bill Clinton. Her allegation has never been definitively refuted. Only she and Bill Clinton know what the truth of the matter is in the case. But if one generally believes it's important to believe the victim, it's hard to argue that the case should be an exemption. What Juanita Broderick says Bill Clinton did. Juanita Broderick, Broderick gave a lengthy account of her alleged rape in 1999 Dateline NBC interview, which has been posted in its entirety by the right-wing media research center. The anti-Clinton site, ShadowGov, um, has a transcript that aligns with the NBC recording. Before I read on with this article, this is important. Just because it's a right-wing anti-Clinton site does not mean they can post factual shit. And so this is my issue with Trump apologists. When you bring up Trump things, evidence, which I have many fucking times, oh, well, that's just anti-Trump stuff. And they dismiss it in its entirety. That is, I'm sorry, and I love you, but that is extremely hypocritical if you do that. Because here we have an anti-Bill Clinton site that is shedding truth on Bill Clinton. But this lefty-leaning rag, thevox.com, is trying to kind of discredit them. We're seeing it happen right here. So when you do it with Donald Trump, well, you know, it's anti-Trump. I don't trust it. You're doing the exact same fucking thing. I'm just asking you to reassess your position. These guys are all scumbags. I say this all the time, time in and time out. That we only have each other. Doesn't matter if you're left, doesn't matter if you're right or center. This left-wing, right-wing bullshit is nonsense. It's divide and conquer. We all need to be aligned as one. Put our differences to the side and team up, man. Because this is bullshit. So this is a perfect textbook example of both sides doing this shit, man. So... Uh, the interview was concluded, and look at this. The interview is gone. How many times have we seen Google, all these other forums, websites, block content against the Clintons, suppress it? You see Wikipedia, you know, going to bat for the Clintons, dismissing it as conspiracy theory. Interestingly, this video is not up. Um, I tried looking for it. I'm sure I could find it if I keep looking, but I couldn't find it. But there you go. The interview was concluded on January 20, 1999, before the Senate ultimately acquitted Clinton on charges related to his affair with Monica Lewinsky on February 12. NBC delayed airing until February 24, so they were trying to give the motherfucker the benefit of the doubt. And Broderick 
frustrated, gave accounts to the Wall Street Journal editorial page, the Washington Post, and the New York Times in the meantime. So they were, you're, you're talking about in the 90s. And Juanita Broderick was being censored. The victim was being censored. NBC was going to bat for their homie, the Clintons. This is disgusting, man. So you can read that article on your own. Uh, it's on the Vox website, vox.com by Dylan Matthews, November 14, 2017. Um, let me read one more article and we'll wrap it up. Um, The Clintons and their funding, their charities, quote-unquote, in Haiti are something that get dismissed as conspiracy theories, as mudslinging against the Clintons. I'm giving you things, verifiable evidence that you can check for yourself, giving you why conspiratorial thinking behind these body count numbers and everything else is not far-fetched and are not baseless these motherfuckers are dirty the clintons are dirty as fuck and so um let's read this article this one is hard to find to find mainstream rags that are willing to to talk about the clinton uh and haiti scam is very hard to find. It's dismissed as just Looney Tune thinking and, and there's nothing behind it. And so to find this article by the BBC was quite a treat because it's a mainstream rag. So if people want to shit on you, well, look at the source you're reading. I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to defend Bill Clinton. I'm going to defend Donald Trump because you're using mainstream sources or, or your sources are not good. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever the case. This is from the BBC News. A rag that will often defend left-wing shit will do cover stories. And um, uh, remember when the BBC reporter reported Building 7 in, during the World or 9-11? Uh, World Trade Center number 7 had fallen and she's reporting and the tower is behind her. <laughs> So the BBC is is another rag, but this article here is pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. This is from the BBC News, written 2 November, 2nd of November, 2016, by Jude Sheeran. U.S. election 2016, what really happened with the Clintons in Haiti? Donald Trump has said the work of Bill and Hillary Clinton in Haiti was a disgrace. What really happened? The Clinton family, they are crooks. They are thieves. They are liars, says Haitian activist Dahoud Andre. Now, I highlighted Dahoud Andre because he has written pieces. He has done interviews explaining he's, he, he's a Haitian activist that has exposed the Clintons and all their bullshit uh, on many mainstream platforms. So uh, 
if you want to look more into that, that is someone you may want to look into is Dahoud Andre. He has been leading protests outside the Clinton Foundation headquarters in Manhattan and Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign base in Brooklyn for the last two years. He said protests from his small activist group, the Committee to Mobilize Against Dictatorship in Haiti, will continue to level their allegations. So far, all unproven if the Democratic candidate wins the White House. Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump raised the matter in the third and final presidential debate when he told Mrs. Clinton, I was I was at a little Haiti or I was at a little Haiti the other day in Florida. And I want to tell you, they hate the Clintons because what's happened in Haiti with the Clinton Foundation is a disgrace. Mrs. Clinton retorted that she was proud of the foundation's work and pointed out her rival's namesake charity had spent money on a life-size portrait of himself. <laughs> the Clintons' history with the world's first black republic dates back to their 1975 honeymoon when they made a voodoo priest when they met a voodoo priest and visited a hotel where Ernest Hemingway once stayed. Uh, few could have guessed the two young Americans uh, touring the attractions that December would one day wield such influence over the impoverished Caribbean island nation. Mr. Andre is not alone among his compatriots in blaming the once and perhaps future first couple of a litany of ills in Haiti. Kim Ives, editor of Haiti Liberté newspaper, told the BBC, a lot of Haitians are not big fans of the Clintons, that's for sure. The fact the Clintons kind of took over things after the earthquake and did a pretty poor job of it translates to why the Haitians have a pretty dim view of them, he added. Replicated mistakes. Mrs. Clinton was Secretary of State and Mr. Clinton was UN Special Envoy to Haiti when the January 2010 earthquake struck, killing an estimated 220,000 people. Some $13 billion was pledged by international donors for Haiti's recovery. $13.3 billion translates to roughly about $11 billion in pounds. Mr. Clinton was appointed co-chairman of the Interim Haiti Recovery Commission IHRC, along with Haitian Prime Minister Jean Mas Belarive. I don't know, I probably messed that up. Um, all right, but the HRC found itself under fire as frustrations mounted at the slow pace of recovery. Its mandates was not renewed by Haitian Parliament in 2011. Check out this chart right here where the Haiti quake funding went. Uh, nine or nine billion dollars or pounds in total international funding. Three billion from individuals and companies. Six billion from bilateral and multilateral donors. Ninety percent of that went to non-Haitian organizations. 10% of that went to Haitian government 
only $36 million. $36 million out of $9 billion went to Haitian organizations. Point or 0.6% went to Haitian organizations. If that chart doesn't blow you away in how corrupt, how evil these motherfuckers are, I don't know what will. This is disgusting. This is a impoverished island nation that has been continually and royally fucked since the colonial days. And as you can see here to the present day, this is disgusting. Nine billion raised and only 0.6 went to Haitian organizations. Because this money to the Haitian government, how much of that 580 million that went to the Haitian government, which was only 10% to begin with, but how much of this was kept by the elites in the Haitian government? And so you're left to wonder after the money has been laundered, because this is what my opinion is happens 90% of this went to non-Haitian organizations this means the Clintons could have made other charities and laundered that money through those charities and into their own goddamn pockets this is disgusting and this is evil it's not just the rape allegations the Epstein ties flying on his goddamn plane for over 28 times it's not just the murders of whistleblowers or people that know too much it's not just this money laundering that's supposed to help out the poor and impoverished the scumminess the evilness can just go on for days i've already been chatting for who knows how long now but i wanted to give you a small sample size into why the clinton body count quote-unquote conspiracy theories are not baseless they are completely founded upon and if you rewind back to the first article a guy who facilitated Many of the Jeff Epstein visits to the White House just decided to hang himself with a electrical cord just randomly and then shoot himself with a shotgun. If you're not familiar with a shotgun, Google it. It is a long, basically rifle-sized weapon. It's not like a pistol that you can just point at your chest or head it's a shotgun that was found 30 feet away from his hanging body i mean again if you are willing to believe that this was a suicide just like the jeff epstein bullshit story of suicide i don't know what to tell you you are probably believing every other government 
narrative. And if you do believe in that, I don't care if you get offended, but you are naive as fuck. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you are listening on Spotify, I will put a poll. Make sure you participate in the polls. It's completely anonymous, but uh, it should be fun. Uh, You can leave comments there as well, apparently. So I'm excited. If you guys enjoy this, please share it. This is the only way that the show can grow is by you guys sharing it with friends and like-minded colleagues. And um, I truly appreciate all those that have. The show continues to grow little by little. Uh, and it's all thanks to you guys. So much love. Uh, let me see. Do I have anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Thank you guys again. And uh, much love. Thank you.